Hello, this is Richie, and welcome to Tree Fifty Four Podcast. Getting up to a Thursday morning, so let's start with the podcast with AEW Dark. Then later on, we'll review AEW Dynamite. Here's Dark's lineup: Sean Sears versus KTB, Damian Farron versus Ricky Starks, Danny Limelight versus Brandon Cutler, John Cruz versus Peter Avalon, Shayna versus Tessa. Tasha Price, Kylan King versus Kalina Press, Adam Priest and Sean Maluda versus Best Friends, Viva Bates versus Alex Garcia, Angel Fashion, VSK and Sean Davon Donovan versus Gun Club, Aaron Soto versus Matt Seidel, Eva Uno, Grayson versus Hugo Delso and Baron Black, Griff Garrison. Brian Pillman Jr. versus Cesar Bonian and Ryzen. Lindsay Snow versus Eva Lee's. George Sop Jr. and Bobby Wayward versus the Acclaim. Chaos Project versus Alex Chamberlain and Seth Gargis. Lee Ross versus Red Velvet. 5 and 10 versus Jurassic Express versus Sonny Kiss and Jan- Joey Janela. Okay, then let's let's get to the first match. We start the show with Excalibur team with Taz to call the action. Anthony Ogu and Ricky Starks drop by to join a commentary. Justin Roberts was the ring announcer. Let's start. Sean Spears defeated Emmy versus KTB. Tully Blanchard was ringside during the contest. Scorpio Sky's music hit. He made his way to the stage to deserve the action. Sky had a piece of steel that Spears used to load his black glove. Glove, even though Sky's mind games took Spears' focus away from his opponent, Spears still made quick work of KTB with a sharpshooter. At the word, Sky took Spears' words last week to heart and showed that he could be mean too. Sky hit the instant KTB with a TKO. Sky exited while getting physical with Spears. Later in the show, Alex Marvez asked Sky for a response to Spears' statement that there would be no rematch. Sky left without speaking. Ricky Starks defeated Damian Fern, Rochambeau for the win. We go on to Brian Cutler versus Demi Limelight. Cutler had to show grit and perseverance to pick up the fifth win in a row. Limelight brought the pain, especially with a countering suicide dive into an armbar on the floor. Breaking the ring, Cutler caught a flying crossbar for his TPK finisher. We go on to Peter Avalon versus John Cruz. Avalon has a bit of trouble. He quickly turned around with a fireman carry face buster, then a run double knees to drive Cruz's head into the mat. This marks Avalon's second win in a row. Shayna to be a test of price. This was Shayna's return to AEW after eight month absence due to convict travel restrictions. Shayna exploded for the stunner, Ryan Jockett, then a bridging Tiger Suplex for the victory. Kylan King defeated Kalina Prez. King clean Prez clock with a missile dropkick, Lisa German suplex, and forward slamming face bust for variation. Best friends defeated Adam Priest and Sean Mulana. Anna Cassidy was ringside. The best friend handled business and closed it with a hug. Then two separate apologized to Priest for Chuck Taylor to pick up the pin. Leva Bates defeated Alex Garcia. Bates was on the attack with near falls on a bridging slave suplex and a backstabber. Bates was victorious with via three-quarter Nelson pin. Afterwards, Bates handed Garcia a copy of the Young Bucks news book. Gun Club defeated Angel Fashion, VSK, and Sean Donovan. 
the gun violently mocked Taz by wearing towels over their heads and walked walking a strong man strut. Austin won with a hip toss neckbreaker. Matt Seidel defeated Aaron Solo. Seidel used a career pins, kicks, and submissions to gain the advantage. A roundhouse kick, then a rocking career slam to close it out. Eva Uno, Grayson versus Fugo Del Sol and Baton Black. Dark Order rough out the competition. Uno cleaned it with a flat line to Fugo. Grip Grayson, Brian Pillen Jr., the, the Hollywood Blondes versus Cesar Bonnet and Ryzen. Garrison had a press of belly to belly superplex. The Blondes pick up the win on an assisted flying netbreaker. Ivalice defeated Lisa Lindsay Snow. Las Casita was too experienced for the snow. Ivalice often had escaped a kick or a kick to counter at ready. A snap man to a head kick turned out Snow's lights with a three count. The acclaimed versus George South and Bobby Wayward. Mass casters spit runs about slamming mamas. He waited for Anthony Bowens to step in the ring for acting tough. The acclaimed once again back at their trash talk with a suplex to a flying elbow drop combo. Chaos Project defeated Chamberlain and Seth Gargis. Serpentico was tired of Luther slamming it as a battery ram, so he tried to roast the rolls. Serpentico didn't have muscle to lip Luther. Chaos Project found success with it. Assisted flying double knees finisher. Red Velvet defeated Lady Frost. Velvet railed for a boulder overhead toss and a single leg drop running drop kick to win. Jurassic Express defeated by number 5, 10, Sunny Kid, and Janela in a three way. The main event was hectic with fast paced craziness. They took out a camera for Car Out Loud. Jurassic Express won with assisted powerbomb from Jungle Boy to pin 5. Brooding Scorpio Sky. Had me intrigued, although the TKO was a jerk move, it would be funny if there was a long payoff to Spears finally finding a tag team partner in Sky. How much I pre- how I much prefer a babyface Sky sorry to mind games are in the rematch. Will this lead to a seal slug on a pole match? Shayna was suppressed to she was smooth and no rust in her return. AEW should build a should rush to build for a TV title shot against Hikaru Shida while they should all they had Shana on her hand. A couple of wins for the momentum and a number of contender multi-women mismatch and were all set. Dammy Limelight was an enhancement star in the night evening. Hanging with Button Cutler doesn't say much in a K-Pay picking order, but it was more about his attitude and style and moves that resonate. So I stare my thoughts with Dark. So, well, well, later on, later on, I will do a review of I will do a review of AW Dynamite, so so stick to that. Stay tuned for that. But I'll leave you on later on. I'll leave you with this: AW Dark is doing good, and and yesterday's Wednesday night's winter winter is coming. Show I just saw last night. It is amazing. I will review it later on. So. Hang tight. Hang tight. Back. Now we're going to review AEW Dynamite. Right about now. Winter is just coming, folks. Winter is here. AEW doesn't have another pay-per-view until 2021. So the episode of Dynamite looks like a biggest show until then, at least on paper. A year in the making, Kenny Omega is facing John Moxley for the AEW Championship. Unlike most television title matches, I kind of certainly believe it might change hands tonight. The Dynamite intro is winter coming themed. 
Jim Ross welcomes us to Dynamite and tells us it's 40 degrees in Jacksonville. Nevertheless, the shirtless men arrive in the ring as time for the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. After a brief pre-recorded promo and JF, the match gets underway. Justin Roberts mumbles something about the winners of the Battle Royal fighting next week for the ring. This is a slow build kind of Battle Royal. It's a chaos from the start, difficult to follow the elimination order and while recouping KFA at the same time. Some highlights, Dark Order team up with Hangman Page in the match. After watching Scorpio Sky eliminate Sean Spears, Tully Blanchard gives him the steel slug for his glove as Spears hits Sky with it, allowing Warlow to toss him out. Matt Hart is the cane of the Battle Royal, eliminating a bunch of people when he eliminates members of the Dark Order and Hangman Page goes after him. This leads to a really cool sequence where Mark Quinn and Mahara try to eliminate Page with a poor motion, but Dark Order catches him up so his feet doesn't hit the floor, putting him back in the apron. Page hit the buckshot lariat on Quinn. Sadly, Harley already eliminates him after that, and he leaves with Dark Order. Myro is the one to eliminate both Hardy and Quinn. He, then he takes out Joey Janela, and that leads just Myro, Jungle Boy, and the Inner Circle. NJS, Sammy Gorbara, Warlow, Sammy and NJS spend most of the match standing in the car behind Warlow. Guarding them is now trying to jump Myro. He takes them all on. Myra and Warlow had extended punch battle, and Myra looks at re- about to ready to eliminate Warlow, but NJS Sammy Guevara recovers and saves Warlow. They eliminated Myra is now the inner circle and Jungle Boy for the final four. Jungle Boy takes them all on. He has a ridiculous back and forth at, at batic battle with Sammy Guevara on the apron, makes it all the way to the top turnbuckle. MJF shoves both of them to the floor. Sammy is pissed, but MJF claims to trying to take out Jungle Boy. In any case, that makes MJF and Warlow the winners, or does it? Orange Cassidy lying on the outside was never eliminated. In another cool sequence, MJF poses for the crowd while Warlow trying to make short work of Cassidy, but Cassidy makes manages to knock Warlow into MJF, nearly eliminating him. As some miscommunication between Warlow and MJF, Cassidy eliminates Warlow. MJF and Orange Cassidy will face off for the Dynamite Diamond next week. And basically, both of them won the Diamond Battle Royal. Alright, so both will face off next week, as I said, to who will get the Dynamite Dynamite Ring for the next year. On, onwards, best friends come out to celebrate Orange Cassidy, Myro, Kip Sabian, Penelope Ford come down the ring to brawl. The officials will left them there. What an opener. So, May storylines in. In that battle royal, it all went down in 15 minutes. Good stuff. Everyone goes to the backstage to get warm. Frank and Kazarian comes to the ring now as Diamond takes a break. After that, Jericho comes out at Excalibur Shields for Jericho's new Coley line. Pain Naker Story W. They have a match, but I'm distracted by looking at Jericho's clothing shop. Did you know you could pay for a t-shirt with four interest rate repayments of $7.49? Well, you can. Do you know that Jericho's the only model on the site who doesn't have his face cropped out of the phones? Well, he is. Do you know that he get a paymaker trade suit? Well, you can. For the four interest free payments of $17.49 for the pants and the four interest free payments of $19.99 for the jacket. Okay, I stopped looking at the website. 
So there's a match taking place. Engineer comes out, acts like he's going to throw in the towel on Jericho, causing Sammy Guevara to run out and stop him. When Jericho sees Sammy, he thinks Sammy trying to throw him in. Jericho almost loses it to a roll-up, but he kicks out and hits the Jewish effect for the win to win. There's some notes. Kazarian put Jericho in the wall to Jericho. And imagine Jericho tapping out to his own move. Alright, anyway. Sammy shoves MJF after the match. The opposing factors are about to brawl. Jericho said he had enough of this bullshit. He tells everyone in the inner circle to think about things. Next week on Dynamite, we're just, they're deciding where they can work together as a team or break up forever. Alex Marvez interviews the Bucks. He asked them about facing Hybrid 2 next week. The Bucks said they're fighting champions, but TH, TH2 haven't already shot yet. They can win the match. They can have the title shot next. I'm not a fan of being the chance for title shot gimmick personally. The Acclaim showed up and mocked the Young Bucks book. Why not cut up? Cuts up freestyle rap. The Bucks accused him of ripping out John Cena's gimmick. TH2 jumped the Bucks while the Acclaim shouts, Will Star, I'm not sure how I feel about this segment. Mitt Baker goes to the ring with Rebel. We see a promo from her talking trash about her opponent and about Thunder Rosa. Leah Hirsch comes out. They had a match. Baker looks to be a foot taller than Hirsch. Hirsch is really good. <laughs> but thanks to the first directions from Rebel. Baker's about to get her man up a claw locked in. No glove this time to get the win. Britt Baker defeated Leah Hirsch by submission. Thunder Rosa comes nowhere and attacks Baker immediately after the bell. Crystal's trying to break out the brawl. There are ladies there. Hirsch gets a little heat back by suplexing Rebel. Rebel, good match or post-match angle. A video package for the next match causing her to realize that Ricky Starks looks like the situation from Gen Z Shore. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. Darby Allen skateboards to the ring with the TNT Championship. Cody's out next with Arn Anderson. Ricky Starks and powerhouse Will Hobbs comes out with Tad. The match gets started quickly and a commercial break, and a commercial break comes out just as fast. Who will win this one? Well, just to a commercial break prior, Darby Allen Rhodes with Anderson and ringside are in a match with, with Hobbs and Starks with Tad's at ringside. Just the problem with that, I had a realization of Ricky Starks. Oh, that's mumbling again. Alright. Oh, yeah. The show comes back on. The match is on. Jen Ross is actually transferred by Will Hobbs. He and Excalibur talk about Will Hobbs' high school football career. Jared lists off his weightlifting stats. Jar- Darby Allen, most of his match, getting his ass kicked, playing sickle field at Cody. You know, he's the one with the belt. Cody gets the hot attack, takes on Hobbs and Starks. He gets so fired up, he pulls out the weight belt, tosses it into the empty portion of the stands. Oops, Cody kicks some more ass. No selling some cheap attempts. Allen tags, tags himself, and as Cody hits the Cody cutter on Stark, Cody hits a punch and Hobbs. Allen hits the coffin drop on Starks for the win. Allen Rose defeated Power Hobbs, Hobbs, and Ricky Starks. Hobbs attacks after the match, takes out Cody, beats down Allen. Anderson gets in and steps to Hobbs. Then he gets a few good shots, but he gets taken down by Hobbs and Starks. Dustin Rose comes out to turn the tide. Brian Cage comes out to turn it back. Taz direct tra- traffic as Cage hit 
Cody with the F5, then he starts hold Cody so he can so Hobbs can hit him with the belt. But the lights go out. A what the theme video package plays on the Kytron. Holy fuck is Sting. Sting comes out with a fake snow for his entrance. He got his baseball bat. Harry Toshimon shouts, Sting is here, warns my cold dead heart. Sting comes out to the ring and comes face to face with Arn Anderson. Taz and his boys had fled. Sting walks over to Dustin Rhodes and stares at him. Then Cody, then Darby Allen, who stand up. Then they can have a proper stare down. Sting gives the crowd a few woos and leaves. Dynamite takes a, dime, a commercial break. Scalper is still marking out, marking out over Sting. Tony Savant says Sting has signed a multi-year contract at AEW. How's that news? He adds. You don't even know how to go to Hotline to get it, say JR. This is the biggest episode of Dynamite ever, says Scalper. Come on, Tony. This is your moment. Say it, say it. This is the greatest night in history of our sport. Sally doesn't say it, but we're all thinking it. All right. NJF versus Arn Cassidy with Diamond Diamond Ring. The Young Bucks versus Hybrid 2. Dustin Rhodes versus Dark Dark Order 10. The Inner Circle on JM. FTR versus Varsity Blondes. And the Band of Action. That's next week, folks. Also next week, Sting speaks, but right now, Moxley cuts a pro about the main event, which is starting after commercial break. Kong Kyle's is on the commentary from the main event. He's commenting more for LAW lately. He is right back. Justin Roberts does the introduction. Kenny Omega has out first, and Moxley. Moxley entrance includes a walk from the hallway that stands to the ring. Time might then takes one more commercial break for the match. There's a half hour left in the show when the bell rings. Jim Ross assures that if the match goes longer than it, and now the AW will stay on air. The small crowd is loud as hell as this match started. 40 degree weather and all. The match starts slow with long feeling a period in the ring where Mega might have an advantage. Then it spills outside where Moxley had the advantage. And he knows it. Moxley and Omega brawled in the ringside arena through pitcher pitcher commercial break, but right before the break, Omega dropped Moxley Lee on the barrier. Mo- Omega brings the match back inside. Moxley the trouble. Omega zeroes in on that left leg. Moxley doesn't have much of an answer for it. I take a lot of punishment. Moxley finally managed to hit a variety of suplexes on Omega. He still continues to sell a knee and do another pitcher commercial commercial. I know in the pitcher commercial commercial, I mi- I appreciate this in spirit. I only incapable of not watching commercials. They're louder. They take a bis- bigger portion of the screen. I guess that's probably the point. Anyway, after the break, Mega's in control again and hit a taunt con Hodio on Moxley, but back in the ring, Moxley hit a paragon ship. Doesn't pin Omega. He rolls out of the ring, gets two steel chairs, set them up, face each other, sits in one. He fights Senate Kenny to sit in ER. He does. Moxley tells Omega to hit him in the face. Omega does it. They trade punches, slash from the chairs. Moxley wins the exchange, but Omega hits Moxley with a V-trigger. He hits pairs of snapdragon suplexes, but but Moxley drives, dodges a second V-trigger, hits a German suplex. Omega hits a V-trigger. Moxley hits a suit clothesline. He hits a good paramount ship. Now he clicks the cover, but Kenny Omega kicks out. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm a little tired. Omega rolls out of the ring. Moxley goes for a suicide dive, but Omega counters it with a V trigger. Back inside, Omega hits a missile drop kit and, and a V trigger and a Omega driver. And he for a two count. Omega goes for another V trigger, but Moxley catches it. Omega tries again, hits it. He goes for one wing angel. They trade reversal to Maga hit a drop kit. Now he hits a Rick Corchure V trigger and goes for one wing angel. Moxley countered it on the way down. Mega counters it, hits it. German suplex for the. He goes for the fear splash, but he lifts on the rope. Moxley's trying to shove him, but really, Omega fell first in the sh- out home. Outside, Moxley DDT Omega into the ringside heater. Epidato counts out. Next, checks on Kenny. Don counts all his commentary and goes down there. They're saying Omega hit the concrete and fell. It work, it's a work, though. Moxley sh- does the officials out of the way and tosses Omega in the ring. He mounts him. And punches him in the head. Don Collins has a microphone. Please referee stop the match. Moxley punches him in the face. Callis dropped the microphone. He had his hand. The referee tends to Callis. Omega hit Moxley with Mike. Was that plan a lot? Moxley's busted open. Omega pulled out his knee pad, hit a V trigger, and another, and then a third to the back of his head. And, and Moxley leaning on the rope, a fourth to the face as Moxley sits in the corner. Now, finally, a one wing angel. He pins him. Kenny Omega defeated John Moxley to win the AEW World Championship. John Callis laughed, grabbed the belt, and gets to the ring to usher Omega away. They quickly exit the ringside as AEW staff are outraged. So is the commentary. JR said they're running like scalded dogs. They make it to the parking lot when Alex Marvez are interviewing them. Don Callis told Marvez, We can find out on Tuesday night. Marvez is like, But Johnny Ray is on Wednesdays. He said he Omega was playing it all, all on Impact Wrestling. Holy fuck shit. Well, as AEW goes out the air, Eddie Kingston jumps on the commentary to call Lion Sarge for next week, and that's it. For Dynamite. Wow and wow. What an episode. Sting, Omega, Callus, Impact, Moxley going undefeated for a year to make this loss so shocking and powerful. Omega's mom's long, slow, burning term, heel term, culminated so perfectly. Cause Don Cows in a rare form telling AEW audience that the new AEW champion will explain himself on Impact Wrestling next week. Wow. All right, so that was my review for AEW Dynamite and AEW Dark. I'll see you again for next week for the, for the fallout of Winter is Coming special. So stay tuned.